0: Welcome everybody to Craps Journey Podcast. My name is Aaron. This is episode 69 and my casino hiatus has been broken. Well folks, it's been 12 months since I last played craps at the casino and how time flies. I can't believe it. Uh, Regular listeners will know that I promised myself I would not gamble at the casino until my house renovations were complete. However, it's Christmas time when I, as I record this, and uh, work friends wanted to go to the casino. So what can I do? Peer pressure got me there today. Uh, can't, uh, I can't say no when uh, peer pressure is applied. Um, I've never played roulette before. I know, it's a shock. Uh, after more than 20 years of um, playing craps, actually, when did I start playing craps? Ninety-one. Yeah, I can't work that out. Um, I've never played roulette before and and my friends wanted to show me how to do it. Uh, so what the heck, I thought I'll give it a go. Uh, I sat down with them. That was uh, myself and two others and we bought in, I, I put 200 on the table. It was a $5 table. Uh, the dealer cut me out some blue colored chips. Uh, my friends had uh, other colors and um, and they were showing me how to bet a street and how to bet six lines. All I wanted to do was five dollar red or five dollar black with my target three play method? Uh, but wouldn't you know it? It was a twenty five dollar minimum. Uh, I tell you what an absolute rip! That was an absolute rip. I did it a couple of times and I lost fifty dollars, and uh, in just two spins, and and I I just couldn't do it anymore. If if I wanted to waste my money, I'd rather put twenty five dollars on the field on the craps table. Uh, that's that's how I felt about it but what i did find amusing was the hole in the table for the automated chip sorter that they have and the lady dealer uh she would just scrape all the chips in at the end of the spin decision after the the the, the bets were paid out uh and cleared the table and several other players had joined us and there were just chips everywhere. I had no idea how the dealer was tracking the non-coloured chips. And it was just $5 chips all over the place from about four or five people that just swarmed in on the table. I don't know how she was keeping track of it. I think you've got to keep track of your own chips. Anyway, at, at one point, I was about to say that to the dealer, look, love, you need a bigger hole. But I caught myself at the last second. I didn't want to get myself into any trouble. Once uh, I bled down to about $100, that's my 50% loss limit, I pulled the pin. I lasted quite a while at, at, at roulette, but I tell you, it's as boring as watching grass grow. I just, I just, uh, I find Baccarat to even be more stimulating. And that's saying something because the way I play with, with Baccarat, I'm like a robot. Um, I can do work on my laptop or my phone and play the mini back machines in the casino without even missing a beat on either the work or the game it's it, it's that robotic and 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 just cookie cutter so um just goes to show roulette is not for me. uh my friends lost their money full lost their money at roulette. I said to them, look. The craps table has just opened. It was 2 p.m. in the afternoon on Friday. I said, that's it. Let's, let me show you how to play craps. Uh, it was my ultimate plan all along, of course, is to get them over to the craps table. And slowly I've been introducing craps to, uh, everyone that I know, whether I work with them, whether I'm acquaintances with them, whether I play football with them. It doesn't matter. If, if, if they know me, they know I like craps and eventually I'll get them either onto my table or into the casino with me. So, slowly trying to, you know, increase the profile of craps in Australia. It's, it's not uh, a well known game over here. So, everything I can do to help that, I will grab my hundred dollars, uh, left over from, from roulette, headed over to the craps table. And the friends followed me over there. And both sides were open, which was good to see. Sometimes they only have half the table open. And all the old regular players were uh, there from a year ago, which I remembered who they were you know, i don't know their names but I, I recognize their faces just crazy how they're still there two of the dealers actually remembered me and they should i guess i used to go every week and i'm um, a courteous player so i was always nice to them called them by their name thank you please uh you know very, very just nice just courteous uh so bought him for a further 200 with my hundred dollars so it was made 300 buy-in Actually it was quite lucky. Uh, it took stick right one, stick right two, stick right three. and so I was in stick right two, friend on the left, friend on the right. Both virgin shooters. there was a, a guy on the left and a girl on the right. The table was very cold. No one could make a point. I noticed this and I shot from the bu- uh, shot from the don'ts both times I had the dice uh, setting for the all seven set. Uh, and why buck the trend right? table's cold just why buck the trend I laid double odds each time and each time I won Um, and on my last hand I thought no I'm gonna back myself as I'm getting my getting my confidence back in the game and I put ten dollars on the pass line and the point went to six backed it with 25 odds alas five rolls later seven out for when my friends had the dice I, I actually thought you know virgin shooters always lucky you know try and keep the superstitions going and i went ten dollars on the pass line and my friend at stick left uh stick right one went on the only decent hand of the session he did three he made his three points uh he was going for his fourth he had about 17 rolls total um i made some some money back on that hand which was good and i was very happy for him because it gave him a taste of oh you know this game's pretty good um my friend, uh, she was at Stick Right 3, and uh, she was really getting into it. She, uh, she had reached into her purse, and before I could say, no, don't do that, she throws money on the table mid-roll. Just as the shooter at the other end of the table had got the dice, had them in her hand, and was about to throw them, uh, her hands were all in the bowl, it was blocking the end wall, money was on the table, uh, the shooter stalled, Dice half up, the regulars were were groaning out loud. They could see she was new, though. The dealers knew she was new. I was trying to teach them how to play. Uh, they appeared to be more upset with me for letting it happen because they knew I knew how to play, and you wouldn't believe it. Well, you probably do. You know what's coming. The next role, you guessed it, it was a seven out. Uh, it's a real way to make friends and influence people at the craps table, I tell you. The regulars were not impressed. It it was very nice to introduce new players to craps and super nice for me that the craps table is still there and it was even better that both sides were open. So it was a real treat. One of my uh, don't bets, uh, something to note, one of my don't bets didn't get paid on a seven out. So I got the dealer's attention and just motioned with my finger down to the don't bet that was still sitting on the table and they paused for a second thinking about it they looked at me, looked at the bet, looked at me again, and then they just paid it. You uh, didn't say anything, did not say you missed the bet or anything, just pointed at it. They looked at it, looked at me, and paid it. I thought that was nice. Um, and glad I didn't have to get into it uh, with them. Box person rotates on the table, so they have the four of them and one goes off to break, and then they just rotate around the table. There's no fixed uh, box person per se, they just take turns. Um, but... The, uh, you know, it wouldn't be a problem. I, I just would have let it go. It didn't matter to me. But I pulled the, the pin after one and a half hours at minus 180. It was slow cuts. Slow cuts ground me out. Uh, everyone was in the same boat. Uh, it just was choppy, but mostly cold. And so, you know, I was able to survive, but. Yeah, not great. Uh, normally, I have a 50% stop limit, which is which is what I stick to. But this is the first time I went over it, and I attribute that to having my friends there and them not wanting to leave. And I'm going to have to be aware of that more in the future and be more diligent about that. So it is the first time I've gone over my 50%, and I've been playing for a few years now. That's something. I've just got to keep an eye on that. The dealer that uh, that was uh, on, on the right-hand side of the table told me that um, – the table's been cold, ice cold, for three weeks, uh, so the cold streak is on. Uh, I should have just stuck with the dark side. Um, oh well, that's how it goes. Now on to other things. I have to tell everyone about uh, the new casino that's being built here in Brisbane, and it's called Queens Wharf, and it is going to be huge. There are eight. To nine cranes on site, and I took a photo of the cranes and uh, I'll put it up on the, the website because I'm tracking its progress. And uh, so it'll be at crapsjourney.com forward slash zero six nine, which is this episode, and I'll put the photo on that one. The other thing that I want to mention is a shout out to Coach Fav from Casinos USA podcast. If you're not listening to Coach Fav over at Casinos USA podcast, just search for it in your podcast uh, catcher, whether you use Overcast or iTunes podcast or whatever you use, just search for Casinos USA and you'll be able to subscribe to that. highly recommend it. His latest episode was quite thought-provoking for me and it was about gambling addiction uh, in general and being aware of your feelings around gambling and when you're gambling. Look, I'm a recreational gambler. I just happen to love playing craps, and it's my hobby. Um, so much so, as those who listen to me regularly, they, uh, I have a home table, uh, a home craps table, and I play at home to relax, focus on something other than my work and my family. It's a bit of me time. I would also like to thank Coach Fav for mentioning another podcast, and we did this quite some time ago, but I'm quite slow on the uptake, usually the caboose on every train. You can bet on that, and it's hosted by Mark and Dr. Mike. So I'm now going to pass along the same recommendation to my listeners, and if you follow, if you like to follow my craps journey, you'll really be able to get into their show. So it's called You Can Bet On That. So go into your podcast uh, listener or catcher or whatever you use and search podcast for You Can Bet On That, and uh, you'll find it. And it is uh, really good, highly recommend it. Now, I have no idea why it took me so long to start listening to their show because they've been going since um oh, 2012 or something. They talk a lot about craps, but I'm actually enjoying... Learning about other casino games as well and gambling in general. So uh, make sure you subscribe and listen to their back catalogue of episodes. Now that's no mean feat because they are nearly up to 200 episodes, and it's nearly at 180 hours of airtime in total. And I work that out. I used a program that I wrote myself. Thanks, Mark. And it's 180 hours. I couldn't believe it. So I've managed to consume that at 1.75 times speed. That's how I listen to things uh, on my podcast. And um, yeah, it's quite a lot. It's probably over 21, 22 days, 22 business days, eight hours a day of listening. So uh, of course, I didn't do it all in one go. But um, and I don't suggest you do either. But that's um, that's how you have to do it if you want to catch up on these past episodes or just pick up from where they where they talk about stuff at the moment. Look, what I like best though is that they are diehard craps players and very experienced gamblers in general. They have a good rapport with each other. They're clearly a lifelong friends, which is also very nice. And they both enjoy what they do, which is most important. And it comes through on the podcast. Look, until next time, I hope you got a little something out of this episode. And uh, head on over to crapsjourney.com. If you want, uh, there is a download of a small craps table layout, so just sign up on the side there and you'll get a link to that. Enjoy your craps journey. Bye for now.